$100 MBA show. And today is a Q&A weekends episode where we answer your question right here on the show. If you want to ask a question, just email us at contact at 100mba.net. As always, I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of The $100 MBA, a complete business training and community online. And today's Q&A weekend's question comes from Steve. And Steve asks, how do you and Nicole divide responsibilities as co-founders? Great question, Steve. And this is going to be a great episode for those who are thinking about having a partner in business or have a partner in business. I'm going to share with you what we do. How do we divide our responsibilities? How do we make sure we're both accountable? And how we revisit our responsibilities to make sure that, you know, everybody's doing what they need to do. So what are we waiting for? Let's get into it. Let's get down to business. Today's episode of The $100 MBA Show is sponsored by Heroic Public Speaking, the live speaking training event of the year. If you want to be a better public speaker, whether on a video, on a webinar, on a podcast, in an interview, in a negotiation, you got to go to this event. It's one of the best investments I've made. It's one of the best investments that Cole's made. We went last year. We're going again this year. Get your heavily discounted ticket over at 100mba.net slash speaking. Again, get your discounted ticket at 100mba.net slash speaking. So Steve asks, how do Nicole and I divide our responsibilities as co-founders? I first want to say that this is a conversation that Nicole and I have on a regular basis. It's not something that we talk about and never visit again. We probably revisit this every three or four months. Because our business changes, we hire new people that take over other responsibilities. The area where Nicole's time is needed sometimes expands and she needs to do certain things so responsibilities need to be offloaded off her and vice versa so first of all responsibilities really should go hand in hand with strengths we took a look at what my strengths are what Nicole's strengths are and we divide responsibilities just like in a meeting we sit down with a paper and pen and say you take care of these things i'll take care of these things and it's a negotiation now when we say that it's their responsibility ultimately they are responsible But at times, if Nicole needs help or she's doing something else or she's working on a particular project and she needs something offloaded, I will take over. Because as a team, the business is important. We got to make sure this boat stays afloat. We can't have our egos. We can't be petty about it. We can't be like, well, that's your responsibility. You got to figure out a way to do it. That's not how it works. You got to support each other. Because down the line, I'm going to need the same. I'll have to travel to speak somewhere or I'll have to do something and I won't be able to do my part of my responsibilities and she'll have to take over. So responsibilities are not written in stone, but they're ultimately that person's responsibility. It's their job to make sure that it gets done. It doesn't necessarily mean that they have to do it. Sometimes the other person will do it for them or maybe an employee will do it for them, but they're ultimately responsible to make sure that that gets completed. Now, often these responsibilities change, like I say, but you got to make sure that that's clearly communicated. One time we had a miscommunication. I thought she was supposed to be doing something. She thought I was doing it, and it kind of fell through the cracks. And when that happens, co-founders can have some sort of bad feelings or maybe even resentment and feel like, hey, I'm doing your work, and you're not even doing it. You have no reason not to do it. And it's just a miscommunication where they're like, hey, I just didn't know I had to do it. That wasn't clearly communicated. We didn't talk about it. So make sure when it comes to responsibilities and new responsibilities, it's super clearly communicated. You need to make sure it's confirmed that did you get that message? You get that email? Did you understand this conversation? You need a confirmation from the other person that they're on board and they know what they have to do. 
So let me walk you through how we actually divided our responsibilities. We sat down for, I think it was like five hours, where I wrote down in a document, I think it was an Excel document, all the things I do every single day, every single week, every single month, all the things I have to do, whether it's writing an email or responding to certain people or being on the podcast or whatever it is, every single task I have to do. And Nicole did the same. The first thing we did is we looked at all these things and said, what things that are on this screen that we can hire somebody else to do? What are something else that we can get somebody else to do it? If you're in the position to hire somebody, then definitely do it because if you have too much on your plate, it's hard for you to lead. It's hard for you to have a vision and plan and have a clear head and have great ideas. You can't do that when you're just bogged down and stressed out. So that was the first thing we did, and that was a great exercise because we did get some help and we did hire and grow our team, and it took a lot of things off our plate. But once that was all decided, we took a look at the things that were left over and said, what areas should you do these things because you're better at it? You have a strength at this. And we also took a look at workload. It's only fair that we have an equal workload. And at that point, it may mean one co-founder will have to train the other co-founder how to do something, how to take on a new responsibility or a new task. And that will be a responsibility for that co-founder that's teaching for a time period. So a lot of time for that. And that whole exercise was pretty helpful. And we're probably due to do that again sometime maybe in March or April. We take a look at what we're both doing because our business has evolved and has changed over the last few months the last year. And again, we asked, what things can I offload to somebody else? And how can we help each other out with the responsibilities? Maybe I'm doing something that I'm not the best person for. Maybe an employee can do it. Maybe you can do it, co-founder. I highly recommend you go through this exercise. It takes time because you got to think about every little thing you do for your business, but it's extremely helpful. Guys, I got more on today's topic, but before that, I got to give love to today's sponsor, Taxify the effortless sales tax software for small and mid-sized businesses. It's no secret managing sales tax is stressful, time-consuming, but it's necessary. Fortunately, you don't have to go at them alone. Taxify's automated software ensures your sales tax rates are accurate and your filing and remittance is a breeze. It's a self-service platform with unlimited, very friendly support. And for those e-commerce sellers out there, Taxify integrates seamlessly with the platforms you already use and love to sell your products, including accounting, e-commerce, and point-of-sale software. And right now, as a $100 media listener, you can sign up for a free trial at taxify.co forward slash 100MBA. Please note, that wasn't .com, that was .co. And to make it even sweeter, $100 media listeners will receive 20% off their entire first year. This means if you act now, you'll have Taxify support your January filing. Taxify lets you stay compliant with state laws, keep those auditors happy, and lets you take care of the rest of your business. Again, guys, that's taxify.co slash 100MBA. One of the things that Nicole and I made sure of from the beginning of our relationship is that we're always on the same page. You got to make sure and communicate and over-communicate to make sure that you're always on the same page. You feel the same way about certain things, that everybody knows what they have to do, And we have the same mindset when it comes to our business. At the end of the day, we want to serve our customers. We want to see them do well. We want to see them win. We want to be successful as a business. That's the end game. So whatever it takes to get there. Yes, we have responsibilities. Yes, I know I have to do certain things in my business or I have certain responsibilities to do every single day. But if I have to pick up the slack sometimes and do something that my co-founder has to do, but just can't at the moment, I'm going to do it. And one of the reasons I think Nicole and I are successful is because we check our egos at the door. You gotta do that. There's no time for you to puff up your chest and have a huge ego about things. You gotta get things done. 
And of course, if there's some reason where you feel like it's a disproportionate amount of work that you're doing versus your co-founder, then you're going to have to sit down and have a meeting and talk about it and break things down. But if it's a one-off or every so often, you got to take one for the team. You got to do what's right for the business. All right, guys, that wraps up today's lesson. And I hope it answers your question, Steve. As always, I just give you my honest answer and my best advice to every single question on Q&A weekends. Remember, guys, if you have a question, you can always email us at contact at 100mba.net or you can send me a tweet on Twitter, bizrepublic, B-I-Z Republic. Uh, I'd love to hear from you. I love to reply to tweets. I do so personally, so uh, I'd love to hear from you over there on Twitter. All right, guys, before I go, I want to leave you with this. If you look at successful partnerships, successful businesses, whether it's Google, Apple, Facebook, whatever it is, you'll notice that when it comes to the work, when it comes to the business, these leaders don't have the huge egos. When it comes to actually getting the things done and making the business successful, they're in the middle of the action. They're sitting with all the employees. They don't have any special treatment. In fact, a lot of these people, they're not really too bothered about their own appearances. It's because they feel secure in themselves and they're not really worried about what people think and they're focused on providing value to their customers. They want to change the world in the way they can. And if you have that mindset, I'm not saying you have to be disheveled every day, but I'm saying if you have the mindset where it's, that's my main goal, to serve my customers, to do something that's changing my industry, that's really breaking the barriers, that's really helping people in a great way, and you're serving others and not really worried about serving yourself, it's going to be a whole lot easier for you to run a business when you're not bothered by your own ego constantly. All right, guys, I'll check you in tomorrow's episode. I'll see you then. Take care.